dementia researcher with a blog and a rating. Implementation science. Why dementia research is the most exciting place to be working. I was first motivated to move from a clinical career to a research career by people living with dementia and their families. I was seeing people with dementia trying to deliver evidence-based care and finding there was little available evidence. I also realised that this lack of evidence was, and is, having a knock-on effect on commissioning of services for this group. But it was a colleague who was embarking on her own research career who really inspired me. She advised me to get in a corner that no one else is in and make it your own. The realisation that research in this corner of speech and language interventions for dementia was a pretty empty corner illustrated the enormous potential impact of the work I could do. So as I embarked on my PhD, I undertook lots of training to help me on my journey in developing and trialling the complex intervention I was working on. This included training in survey development, systematic literature reviews, qualitative research in healthcare methods, trial design, and of course, statistical methods. I used the Medical Research Council guidelines on developing complex interventions to guide my work. This provides a kind of framework comprising four dynamic phases where one may move forward and backward between different phases. So phase one is development of inter intervention, Phase two is the feasibility and piloting work. Phase three is the evaluation. And finally, phase four, the implementation. During my PhD, I focused on phases one and two, and it was exhilarating to do this work, I have to say. I started with nothing, and I finished with this novel intervention embedded in an online training package I developed, hosted on the university website. I had also completed an NHS-based randomised control pilot feasibility study. And as I looked forward, I was keen to find out how I could translate this into clinical practice. In my postdoctoral work, I've recently embarked on further training in implementation science to plan for these next stages of my research programme. I'm only just dipping my toe in, but I've realised that I should have concentrated on implementation from the very beginning. For it's this that drove me in the first instance, the science of implementation of evidence into healthcare. And though I am a fan of frameworks and there are many useful ones in implementation science, I realised the art of implementation is perhaps a bit more creative than that. Tricia Greenhull, one of the gurus of implementation science, highlights the work of many researchers in her book, how to implement evidence-based healthcare. And I was struck by Ioannidis' work to identify clinical useful research. He turns the whole process around and emphasizes that research must satisfy particular criteria, which are, number one, research must be designed to address a real and important problem. And I would say mine is, though of course I'm biased, but I have asked many people with PPA what they want, and this was one of them. Number two, it must add substantially and systematically to what we already know. I think so. Number three, its design was pragmatic using real world, world patients. So mine was co-produced by people with PPA and their families and then piloted in the real NHS. Number four, it measures outcomes that matter to patients. 
Now, this is a tricky one. I'm going to come back to this one. Number five, the intervention is good value for money. So four therapy sessions with a speech and language therapist is pretty reasonable. Dare I say cheap. Number six, the intervention is feasible and acceptable in the real world. Well, yes, we've actually got evidence to prove this. And number seven, study data are available for verification and change. Well, they soon will be. Dare I say it, but outcome measures are perhaps one of the trickiest things for intervention research in dementia. Outcomes that matter are often not those that are actually the most scientific. One example being the feedback I received from the wife of a gentleman I was working with in my study. They had completed all the rating scales and made the obligatory video recording I'd asked for. But as they left the room, she explained that the therapy had given them back their marriage. She'd reported that she thought their communication difficulties were a result of her husband not wanting to be with her anymore and that he'd become this selfish person. Now she had developed an understanding of these difficulties and identified strategies to support their conversations. She felt completely different about the whole thing. I attended a lecture by another researcher in the field of implementation science, Annette Boaz, who described this type of evidence as an evidence-informed story being an important part of a bigger picture. She emphasized that these stories were important in changing practice. And she explained people who can tell these stories, who are trustworthy and passionate, can champion these changes. These stories are only one tool in the broader implementation science toolbox, alongside things like outcome measures and evidence and traditional implementation frameworks and the champions themselves. Now, ultimately, I believe that the research I can do will change people's lives so that they can live better, more independently, for longer. And as I sit here writing, I realise and I hope that these blogs might themselves contribute to that change. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.